What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Underground Stars Season 2, and I'm here with... Ditch the Ego. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Just hanging out. Just ate some lunch. Just chilling, man. That's a life. I just had lunch about... What time is it? It's 5, like 30 minutes ago. Nice, nice, man. So, I'm all filled up and ready to go. Ready to go, man. I just was working on some music before we got on here, so... Yeah, I, uh, I sat down to make some beats didn't make one but i uh i spent most of the today out of like my house so after this i finally get to kind of sit down and actually start making music yeah dude i've been i've had a creative little block for the past few month and a half or so and then today i woke up mm -hmm. and i wrote like three songs so i'm really happy about that yeah super happy um it's it's weird how that happens how like just randomly you have nothing that you can like make up or anything. Then one day you wake up and everything's flowing. Dude, I mean that's why that's why for me like I don't I, a lot of artists they'll 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 uh, write every day or they'll make like a they'll set aside a time for their music or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just though I operate a little bit differently. I'll usually just when I have that bug or I have that inspiration, just take advantage of it, wait for it to come, and then flush it out, you know, after, after I get, uh, get that creation out. Um, I just think mm -hmm. it's easier that way. And I think it's more genuine. Yeah, I feel that. So I have a few things written down just to kind of cover our steps, but let's just get into it and just kind of tell everybody how you start to get into music and all that. Yeah. So I grew up in Los Angeles actually. And my dad is an executive in the business. He's managed a lot of rock bands, a lot of, uh, hip hop mm -hmm. artists, a lot of, um, uh, actors and whatnot, comedians. Um, so I was always around the music music business, the industry, and and, and whatnot. <clears throat> um, and I uh, I'm, I've always been a very creative guy. I've always been a musical guy. I started composing on the piano by ear when I was six years old. So I have perfect pitch. So I've never had um, like I've never had a singing lesson. I've never had any kind of professional like mm -hmm. uh, musical lesson or whatnot. Um, so I just started composing and then I just had an interest, you know, I loved music. I just absolutely loved music from, from as long as I can remember, I just <clears throat> fell in love with music for me. Uh, it was when, when Drake, Drake is my biggest fan, my, or my big, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Drake that is, would be crazy. Drake is my biggest idol. The, the dude I look up to the most musically mm -hmm. and, um, and so when he dropped Nothing Was The Same, I remember thinking, damn, there's not one single song on this album that I don't like. And I was like, man, I could do this. Like, why, why couldn't I do this, you know? So mm -hmm. I just started fucking around with a little mic and garage band. And, and growing up, I played really competitive basketball. I played a lot of travel basketball, club basketball. So that was my main focus. But mm -hmm. um, I started really just fucking around with the mic and the garage band and then upgraded to Logic. And I just, would, you know, just kept going and just kept practicing and kept trying to learn and just kept trying to um, study the greats and study how, how they did it and how they market and how they move and how they um, use their voices and uh, just really always just trying to learn. And it's been really helpful to have my father uh, who, who not only has so much knowledge of, of the business and, and, and how to manage musicians so he can give me great advice, but also all the kind of people he can introduce me to that mm -hmm. who can give me mentorship, who can give me advice, who can help direct me to other people to work with. So uh, that's just kind of how I got started and went to college for three years. Wasn't really for me and 
now I'm out in Portland, Oregon, just pursuing the independent, uh, the independent, you know, route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and um, do you still use Logic, or have you yeah. like moved up to anything else? Nah, so actually, I love Logic. I really personally I think it doesn't matter too much to me about the uh, the DAW too much. I mean, unless you're using mm-hmm. like GarageBand, don't use like I wouldn't use GarageBand, but like yeah, I Logic is really great. Like I know it. Um, it's simple to me. It's comfortable. And I just really am trying to learn more about Logic now and learn how, mm. how can I get more, um, how can I really master the, the software Cause, and, and, and my vocals and really trying to work on my vocal range. So, Yeah, I use Logic. It's so much, it just feels a whole lot simpler than everything else. Very simplistic. I mean, if you're, if you're someone like me who taught himself, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a lot easier for you to learn that, I think, than like pro tools or something by yourself on youtube yeah. or something so like i tried moving to uh fl for a little bit just to kind of see what everybody was using could not do it, it i know producers so love different. fl yeah yeah it's it was crazy i feel i've never tried using fl i've never tried it i don't really think i've ever tried using anything else other than logic because i think logic was one of the first ones i used because back in the day so i have this real good homie of mine named zay who Shout out Zay, he lives out in in uh, California, LA. And one of his homies made music and he was uh, at the time and he was using Logic. And so I was like, yo, what what kind of music should I or what kind of software, you know, music software should I use? Like what do you use? Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, yo, this is you know, he kinda showed me the ropes a little bit, you know. So that's kinda how I got yeah. started with Logic. Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's great. I love it. I've used it for the past like four years and it's just been so much simpler. They're getting better any too. Any other thing that I've looked. Yeah. The upgrades are getting Thank good you. too. Yeah. And their it's plugins, like, um, their, their plugins are really, their, their, their stock plugins are very good. The, oh, for sure. Right. And like the newest update that they had just revamped everything yeah. to such another level. It was so it nice. It just keeps getting good. It's nice that they're not slowing down and they're just kind of getting even faster and better with the upgrades. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's real. A lot of people use a lot of people use Logic, so it's definitely yeah. a well-respected. So I'm like, why why would I just why would I switch, you know? Exactly. It's like a lot a lot of people use Logic, but not a lot of people show that they use Logic. Yeah. So you yeah. don't really see it out there. Exactly. You would think, I mean, that's what I say. My thing with a lot of people, anyone who talks to me ever is I say this a lot. I'm like the normal ear and then the musical ear. Like to us, we mm. listen to it very differently than the normal ear. You yeah. know, the normal ear can, you know, no one's gonna be like, "Well, I can tell this was made on Logic," or you know, it's <laughs> it's like the normal normal ear doesn't doesn't hear it that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But that's cool. I mean, a lot of people who we've had on here have came from like musical backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. It just was. It's there's like I feel like it's really rare that you kind of don't have any background with music in general and then all of a sudden start making music. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's very rare. I think a lot of times, I mean, the, because the reality of it is, is you, it is about what you can do, but it is a lot also about who you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that is just the reality, especially in the music business. So it's, you know, you're going to have... Plus, kids look up to their parents, you know. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if your parents is do, or if your parents are doing something musical or whatnot, creative, you're probably gonna 
want to do something creative, especially if you're related to them. I happen to actually be adopted and not related to my parents, but mm -hmm. my birth mother was also very, very creative. So, yeah. So where did the name come from? Like, what was your <laughs> so, idea coming from the name? So I used, so I went through three of them. So I went through, mm -hmm. uh, I started with this name called Bliss. This was like, shit, man, like 10 years ago or something like that. And then I had, um, I had, uh, I went, that Bliss was the last name of my birth mother. She, she mm -hmm. happened to unfortunately pass away when I was a younger kid. So that was kind of what, what my whole thinking of that was. The problem was, is uh, there was just too many blisses. So then I went to DZ, which was growing up, the two artists that influenced me the most and I loved the most and inspired me to go into music were Drake and Wayne. So I was like, okay, I'll just take the Drizzy and the and the Wheezy thing and just combine it. So you got you got DZ. But too many. My dad was like, dude, there's too many DZs. You can't do this. When you when you have someone look for you, they need to be you know the you, the only you need to be like the only person yeah. that they're looking for. So. Uh, quite frankly, there was no like special shit to it. Like I woke up one day and Ditch the Ego came to my head and I was mm -hmm. like, yo, that's really fire. Because that's, you know, it's a good meaning, you know, but it still mm -hmm. sounds like a, it still sounds like a good uh, <clears throat> stage name. And I love yeah. to make people think. That's one of my things is I really want to make people think and on your mind. So it just it mm -hmm. just sounded right. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. And then. Asked a couple people, asked my dad what they thought, you know, and, and they were all like, yeah, dude, that's fire. So then I switched to that, and it was obviously very available, and that's it. It's been that way for like three three years almost. Dang, yeah. It's catchy, too. It's a, it's like it catches the eye and everything as well. Yeah, and and my name is Danny. So people yeah. will just – a lot of my homies will just call me Ditch or whatever as like a nickname because it's so – it's Ditch Danny is basically the same. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. it works very well. It's very um, what's the word? Versatile. Yes, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's a lot of people who I've talked to. They've been like, um, who do music? They're like, the name is the hardest thing to come up with, dude. Because you might think you have a cool one, but so does everybody else. Yeah, or they we'll have, have that, that exact one. one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, dude. I just think, yeah, you gotta. I'm a big believer you just wait you know like I said my thing will you know it just came to be you know and if you just wait I just think it'll come mm -hmm. I mean that's why we're creatives I mean we have a you know a different we understand the creative um, process differently than other people you know and and so I think it'll come you know it'll come in yeah. the right moment I'm a big believer of that though so I just was like All right, I'll figure it out and then it came to me you know it's what it was yeah for sure so you have, I know you have one album out. I want to say you have, what, two other ones? So here, I'm actually very specific about this. And I'm very, uh, so technically, I, I personally see them as EPs. I define them as EPs. Mm -hmm. So I have technically, yeah, I've got, I've got uh, on platforms, I've got uh, Functions of a Fictional Life. And then I've got, which is an eight song project produced by BMW, mm -hmm. shout out. Brandon, me one of the real first producers on Twitter to ever connect with me, and we've been together for over two years. So that was all produced by him. And then we had, of course, Directions, which was produced by some him, some of the other people I work with, and then some just random people I just was trying to find on BeatStars, trying to start connecting in mm -hmm. my early days. And then, um, so 
so those that's an eight song EP as well. So I'm a real big fan of these eight song EP things. I like yeah. it's a good length for the EP, EPs for me. So Psychological Warfare Volume One is the first of of a three part volume series of eight song EPs. So you'll have so you will have Volume Two will be eight songs. Volume Three will be eight songs. And you'll have a twenty four song extended album you could say or whatnot you want to call it deluxe album whatever if you were to combine them all two now or all three now for me my debut album will be coming out in 2022 i don't have any other Mm -hmm. details on that yet but for me an album and this is kind of huge for me is i think this the out of an album has been lost nowadays almost i think nowadays Mm -hmm. a lot of people put uh singles into it's just a compilation of singles a lot of times yeah. you'll have a lot of songs that i mean it sound great as uh just like i said a, a record that you put you know a radio record all of them could be radio records a great example mm-hmm. of this is making the stallions album uh good news now i'm not it's you know it's good music if you listen to that kind of music personally it's not my favorite but my girlfriend loves 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 loves, loves making the stallion but mm-hmm. to me it's it's a very label diluted um uh album that is not necessarily written for her but possibly written to make money or to uh to attempt to market to a certain fan base Mm -hmm. someone who has a in my opinion has a is a very 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 great example of an artist who understands the 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 art of an album is the weekend the entire album is an experience it's a journey it feels like one song if you listen to it in order the transitions are seamless it's very it's like a movie and yeah to me that is how uh personal just you know to me this is my definition of it to me that's how an album should be and it should be a body of work you know not just like Mm -hmm. a bunch of good sounding songs that you threw together as a compilation mixtape you know call it a mixtape if you want to do that or whatever you know but so for me i haven't dropped technically my debut album yet but these are all build-ups um build-ups to to uh, to the albums i have psychological warfare three-part series i'm actually gonna have mm-hmm. it's gonna build on that i'm gonna actually have galactic warfare that's gonna be a three-part mm-hmm. series and i'm gonna have universal warfare three-part series and then then the album will come out so it's it's yeah. all uh it's all a build-up until 2000 end of 20, late 2022 yeah that structure reminds me of uh what album was it the uh denzel curry's taboo album because he dropped like eight songs on one day and then the next day he dropped like eight more and then the next day he dropped like eight more yeah and then released like the whole album by itself like that yeah see that's my idea is 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 just put the eight put the eight put the eight and then you know you can put it out as deluxe or whatever mm-hmm. since everyone's so po- i hate deluxes personally I think it's a very big, it's just a freaking cash grab. Personally, mm-hmm. if you're going to just make another album, bro, like just go out there I and feel make that, another but album, man. Like as of now, like the old deluxes were fine when they just dropped like three or four new songs. But yeah, now that they're doing like whole albums for deluxe, like it's cool. Yeah, no, it's dope. But it's not a deluxe it's no 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 yeah a deluxe back in the like a legit deluxe like the og deluxes was like okay you got to go to the store buy the cd to get this extra song because this is the deluxe and it's mm-hmm. the hard copy now it's like oh like let me add like eminem like i love eminem shout out eminem but like 
B side is a whole nother album. B side is just a whole nother yeah. album, dude. So just put out another album, in my opinion. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Everyone has their own preference, and it's part of the market. So you got to do what you got to do, you know. Yeah. The uh, I didn't even listen to any of the deluxes that dropped this year. Like, really? Yeah. I didn't... take deluxe. I didn't listen to it. Not a Uzi fan. Yeah. The Nav album Deluxe, I didn't listen yeah, to that. Yeah. The uh, who else had Deluxes? Um, I know I'm missing like two or three more, but none of them. It, I really everyone has the. It's like everyone has. Well, the problem is, is, is to me, it goes back again to <laughs> everyone. It, these songs are not like if you're excited for an album, and this is the example I always use for people. I'm like, okay, take Michael Jackson, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take Michael Jackson off of Thriller and then go put, like, Don Tolliver on Thriller? No. Are you going to take anyone off of any Travis Future song and put any other mumble rapper on it? Probably it'll sound great. So my point being is my point being is that if that, if that is the dynamic that you've created for yourself as an artist, in my personal opinion, the fan base is not going to be as excited. They're not going to be like, oh, I got to check out this album because there's, or this deluxe because there's uh, a whole, you know, another 10 songs or whatever that sound exactly the same as the first album. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. To me, if you're going to put out deluxe, like, continue your journey. Like, continue, like, this is again why I love The Weeknd so much is because he's still rolling out his album. He's created a, a performance and whole character and persona around it. It's like a, it, he's taken on his body of art, you know? It's like a, it's mm-hmm. like an artist who, who, you know, lives with their art, you know, it's like, to me, like, you, you know, you should, you should make it, if you're going to create an album, create it to be a part of your life and as an, ex- an experience, not violation sequels. Put all those singles out weekly. Look at yeah. Russ. That's what he did. Russ is a genius, by the way. I love Russ. If you're going to do something like that, just do a song every week because people's attention spans are so small. You might as well. Jay yeah, Tibion's sure. doing it. Jay Tibion's doing it. I was about that. to say, I was about to mention that. Yeah. He's very That's smart. He's doing yeah, he's very smart. I talked to him about us. You're the only one. I watch, I study Russ religiously, man. Like, Russ, my dad said, hey, if you want to make it, do what Russ did, does. And then everything that Russ does, I study in scripture, as scripture and take into account and almost, almost follow to a T because he just has it figured out. And Jay Tibion, I was telling him, Jay Tibion, I was telling him, I was like, dude, you're the only other one that I know is doing this is listening to him and following his structure of it mm-hmm. so which it's crazy i mean he just the amount of work ethic that he has to put out a song every week to put out all those albums before really anybody noticed and then to keep on doing it after that as well bro jay tibion crazy jay tibion, i told jay tibion i i was on jay tibion before he had like a thousand oh, before a thousand followers and i was like bro you're gonna be a legend like you're gonna be a rock star i told him i was like you are so freaking good man like he he i know he hates being compared to juice but i tell him i'm like dude listen <laughs> it's good to be compared to your idols because not many people are compared to people that are that great it means it means something good. Now I I don't think that you sound like him. I think that you have inspiration. Makes sense. I can feel. I can hear the yeah. pain in your voice. I can hear the real emotion. I can hear the drive. You know. So someone like him, exactly. I think like he's doing really something that's that's uh, 
again, to me, more meaningful than putting out a bunch of songs that is just, uh, I'll hate against it, but, uh, you know, not about super meaningful things, you know? Yeah. So. And, I mean, going off of that, I know that your style, kind of like what you talk about and everything, is different from kind of what's usually brought up. And what kind of inspired that and everything? So, for me, I just think, man, like, I think that people like people are comfortable. I think a lot of people don't want to talk about what is uh, going to make them feel uncomfortable or might mm-hmm. touch a soft spot or whatnot. And I think that's understandable. And I think that's a lot of time what artists are able to do in a, a way that a lot of other people are not able to do is to really express emotion and connect with people on a level that you might not be able to do um, yourself. And so for me, like I could roll out of bed and I could make a bunch of mumble rap. I could do it in my sleep. But to me, like it's almost like I'm also a very spiritual person. So I believe in the universe and like we're all one and, and, and like nothing happens for no coincidences and stuff like that. So like to me, it's almost like I see it as like I've been gifted with this very rare, unique gift and I should take it mm-hmm. responsibly and use it to touch people's souls and make a difference and um, help people. Because at the end of the day, man, so many people, anybody can talk about using drugs and, you know, sexy people, you know, sexy women or whatever, you know, whatever you're into or whatnot. But that's understandable. And there's a time and place for that. And I'm not like saying it's bad or or whatnot. I understand there's a 10%, 15% of life where that's like goes on. But other 75% when, you know, you're struggling through life and you don't know what to do when you're alone and you, you know, can't turn to anybody or whatnot. Um, you know, to me, music for me has saved my life numerous times. So it's like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to make that kind of impact on people. Music is not a cash thing for me. It's not a money. It's not a clout thing, you know, like mm-hmm. it came from a very unique situation. I came from LA. I almost came from already making it right so i don't have this desire to like get to los angeles and like live this life because i'm like bro you're not gonna be happy i already went through this so for me it's more so just about spreading positive energy and Mm -hmm. making meaningful music man yeah and do you think a lot of other like upcoming artists should kind of follow that to separate themselves from everybody else i think oh think if they're doing it to separate themselves from everybody else they're doing it from the wrong reason does that make sense Mm -hmm. so like yeah like you can do like you can put this like i think i think artists are getting more they're starting to realize i think quarantine really hit people really hard and i think artists there's a lot of Mm -hmm. artists just not artists people say people are really starting to realize that hey you know Maybe we should cherish this time. Maybe we should really do something with our lives. Maybe we should have talk about some some real authentic stuff. And I think we're getting a lot of people also who are using music as therapy, like myself. I mean, it's definitely a therapy for myself. So you're going to get a lot more real stuff when you have no one to talk to and you're alone and you're in the studio. And it's just you yourself in the studio. You're going to make a lot of realer music. Um, Mm -hmm. I think times are changing. I think it's starting also to become easier to express yourself people are not going to hate you uh, hate on you as much they're not going to give you 
um, crap. And then if someone does bully you or something, like there's a lot of people that are going to come by your side and defend you because that's uh, beginning to be more of the culture nowadays. Um, we have a long way to go, but, uh, but, you know, so I think a lot of things, a lot of social dynamics play, play a part into it. Yeah, for sure. I've seen that too. I've seen, especially with like a lot of younger people go and do this whole quarantine thing has really kind of shifted in how they look at it in general. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be interesting. Like after all of this is over, if it goes back to how it was or if it stays how it is right now. Yeah. And it, I don't think it'll ever go back to how it was, but also that's just part of history. I mean, it's never how it was, you know what I mean? Like things just mm-hmm. change. Just, but I think, I think music is going to, we've had a drought here. I think 2021 is going to be really, 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 really a big year for the music industry because I think a lot of mm-hmm. everyone has been holding back their content. They've been preparing in quarantine. So I think we're going to mm-hmm. be flooded with a lot of good content this year. And hopefully we can get the country going and the world going so that content can be, you know, shared and mm-hmm. spread, you know. Yeah. 2020 had great music, too, though. It was yeah, crazy. I will say that. I will say that it was it, it still was a very good year of music. Like Absolutely. who? There was there was Weekend. There was Savage Mode 2. I'm pretty sure Brent Fias dropped. There was so much Great drops happened, so, but yeah, there not was Wayne. There was exactly there was so much, but it just got over overlooked because of everything else. I mean, there's so much crazy news. Well, it's also hard because you can't. I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna sell merch in quarantine? No, you're gonna go on tour. No, yeah. you can't go on tour. I mean, so that's why again, the weekend is so successful. There, in my opinion, is because he's he's like, well, screw it. I'm gonna just take it virtual and do a music video for every single song in the album because everyone's at home they're gonna watch it mm. i mean he just released the save your tears music video today and i don't think yeah. it's like a year later or something you know i mean yeah so i think yeah it's uh it's hard it's hard with quarantine man as an artist but i think the bright days are about to are ahead of us Mm-hmm. i just want shows to be back sometime soon that For real? that's the one thing i'm looking forward to is live yeah. shows so something's interesting about me as an artist. I've been to like maybe five live shows max. It's kind of crazy. Really? Oh, I have really, 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 really bad social anxiety. I have really bad anxiety in general and mental health stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. part of again the inspiration, John. It back to what your question was before of uh, the topic of my music is I have a lot of the mm-hmm. lot of mental health issues, and so a lot of my music is is really genuine, genuinely therapy. And yeah. So going to concerts, bro, man, like I will only go to a live show if, if it's someone like I'm like, dude, this is really worth it, you know, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. I yeah. get I get very, uh, very anxious. But I, I, I that's why I think, you know, I'm supposed to make the music for you, for you guys to enjoy instead of be with all you guys mm-hmm. while you enjoy it. That's how I do it. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Who would, who would have thought that the last show someone went to would be the last one for a while? Like, Dude, can you imagine going to show crazy. like the week before quarantine and you're like, bruh, you got it's lucky. Crazy. <sighs> Man, it like, sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I'm sucks. pretty sure I'm. Let's see. Because the last. I went to Kanye's Sunday service and that was, I want to say, December ish. Yeah, but so Kanye right before be. The new Kanye. Year. Kanye be doing all kinds of crap. He's not supposed to be doing. Though he run it, he would run a choir service in, in December of this last year. That's that's like 
It was no, it wasn't. It was twenty December twenty nineteen, oh, so right oh, before okay. the twenty twenty. I was like, damn, that's savage. Claudia. No, yeah, <laughs> damn, right before twenty twenty. Last month, I was like, holy moly. And then it was crazy because I went, I went on a ski trip with one of my best friends. The week everything went like locked down, like the day I got back from the trip, everything got locked down. At least you and, spent like, your last trip, two days nice. Exactly, like the whole trip, we're like, oh, <laughs> it's not going to be that big of an issue. They're probably blowing it up. We get home, everything is locked down. Dude. Sucks, bro. I moved here to Portland, and then like a month later, boom, locked down. Yeah. That's oh. crazy. Dude, no, I feel that. it's It sucks. It's no fun at all. It's no fun at all. Mm-hmm. Fun. But, I mean, at least it's for some, most people who are like, creative and do stuff in like either music or anything else at least they had like extra time to either facts. learn something new or like facts. improve on what they had facts dude i for me man it helped me find a, my i really felt like i found my sound this last year i mean psychological mm-hmm. warfare volume one has done over ten thousand streams so far for me that's very but this music i'm about to drop here at the end of this month and in february just on another level i've got some records i've been working on been in the works for over a year with some fe- features that have been in in the works for over a year um so i i just feel like this like relating to what you're saying this last year definitely it gave me so much time to to really focus on my sound and plot out my uh my musical musical um theme whatever you want to call it yeah you know you took my you you, you took my uh, next question i was asking about your sound yeah dude i mean very very heavily uh influenced by obviously dre because i look up to him a lot the weekend mm-hmm. lately now um mixing wise a lot of travis scott influence I, I love the way travis mixes his stuff um very spacious um mm-hmm. uh but i'm i also i really mainly pride myself on on diversity so i really like to have i mean i want my goal one of my big goals is to have to have a playlist as many playlists of as many different genres for of all my songs in each playlist so you know you could have mm-hmm. you have a indie playlist by me you could have a trap playlist by me you could have a ballads playlist by me i mean whatever you know um i really have a i really have a very diverse voice so and i and it's always good to make songs for different moods because you're always in different moods so I love making all kinds of, you know, I love, I'll make make rap and then I'll do an R&B song or whatnot just on my mood, you know. Yeah. And is that something that you think a lot of people should kind of look for, look into is not only make it a certain kind of vibe, but expand it a lot? Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a place for the babies, you know, like mm-hmm. there, is a, there is a place for the babies, But um, I don't ever like to say like, you like a creative should do this or whatnot because like mm-hmm. you know, if i've done that in the past i kind of just realized i was like you know it's better for me to just let y'all do what you you want to do because everyone has different interests and stuff but i think mm-hmm. for um for me what i enjoy i think it must it definitely is something that i prefer to do and i think it helps give much more um like to my music and my projects um mm-hmm. That's also, I mean, it, it does expand my 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 um, my listener demographic. I mean, I'm not thinking yeah. of it that way. 
it you know there are people who are gonna like different things so you know a lot of my favorite songs might not be or actually aren't some of the favorite songs of the albums you know so are the eps mm-hmm. or whatever you call them you know so it's um so everyone listens differently yeah and what are like looking into this next year what are some things you're trying to get done get released and all of that so yeah i've got a big big year coming ahead i was waiting i've just been waiting for the new year to come i just i, I wanted to put mm-hmm. 2020 behind me and wait to drop the music and with the new the new vibes the new energy and really uh, everything opened up again so um yeah so to make the announcement i've got one way highway will drop it's a lead single off of psychological warfare volume two will drop january 22nd so that's in a few weeks mm-hmm. here at the end of the month. That is in a few weeks. Very soon. Very soon. I've been working on this record for over uh, over half a year. Well, I'd say closer to probably like three, four months or so. Um, it's produced mm-hmm. by Beat Nuts. Then the shout out Beat Nuts. Shout Beat Nuts. Man, he's crazy. He's got some fire beats, bro. This boy, <laughs> this boy be sending me these, these beats, man. And I'm like, dude, you made this? Like, you made this from scratch? You made this loop? He's like, yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, all right, bro. Like crazy good dude it's insane so shout out beat nuts and then the dude who made the loop for one way highway is uh his name is lennox on instagram his name is his uh, handle is lennox Beatmaker. if you want to follow him he um doesn't have a twitter but he's worked with trippy red he's with no cap he's worked with um who's the other dude chef g i don't listen to chef g but i know a lot of people a lot of the new producers love chef he g dropped so an album this thank you i'm pretty sure thank you dude like a couple weeks ago probably it's dope i don't i not on my release radar but um mm. yeah a lot of people like him so he did the loop um this is easily my favorite song of 2020 um by far by far by far by far so i'm really really hype about this i'll be releasing the you know the the artwork and all that here pretty soon we'll do the i'll, I'll you know uh, have the pre-save link coming soon um and yeah, I'm just really excited about that. I have another really big single coming, if, uh, you know, very soon after One Way High. I'll release very soon with four features on the song. Jeez. So four, man, four features, man. It's a crazy. How'd song. How'd you get that to work? Man, this record's been in a in a uh, in the world for a year, dude. So if we go back in time to like July or August or whatever, Easy and B flew out to L.A. and I was out in L.A. and went to the studio that my dad has and um he had linked up with some guys that a group um that my dad works with and mm-hmm. um we just made i'd been in i'd been in the studio with him once before um with a guy named johnny oz who works he works with a lot of he, he's kind of like uh like an underground or like more like an underground like um trap rock kind of guy like He's mm-hmm. kind of like in Juicy J's camp a little bit, like kind of kind of guy. He, he, he that kind of music, whatnot. And um, I was in a studio with them, and we just started cooking up, man. We had all these loops, and uh, this one loop from Discipline of Sound, man. Like shout out Discipline of Sounds, bro. This one loop was crazy, it was crazy piano loop, man. And so just B and E started cooking up. We started getting going and it was just a bunch of us in the studio and we just started writing and we just started laying down. Like the group would just go like four bar, four bar. Like they would just switch. They would go like four bars, one guy, four bars, the next guy, next guy get in the seat, four bars from him. So they would, I mean, we, we made a bunch of music, you know, but 
Um, there's these two records that really stand out, and so one of them will be dropping here very, very soon. And then actually, the, there's there's another dude featured on that song who's not actually wasn't even in the studio session at all, and who's just been uh, I've just been working with um, over Instagram. Well, lately, but I've just been connected with him over Instagram for over a year. His name's uh, King Kanye. He has a brother named Mark Kanye, but uh, on Instagram, King Kanye. So he's gonna be on that song as well. Um, Delivery Boys is the name of the group. So um, the members, three of the five members on that of that group are going to be on the song. And so mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge song. And then uh, very, 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 very soon after that, we'll have Psychological War- Warfare Volume 2 come. And then, man, yeah, this- and who's... Uh... Go ahead. Go on. I was going to say, uh, yeah, Psychological Warfare, man, it's got nine features. Nine features. Jeez. So the whole, the whole point of Psychological Warfare Volume 2 is meeting new people. You know, I connected with a lot of people. I came out of my mm-hmm. shell um, and really, you know, started having my first takeoff a little bit and, and, and went on social media. So I started connecting with new people. So I really wanted it to be feature heavy. So, you know, have a showcase all the work that I've been putting uh, putting on with, with all these people. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. feature I'll have YGB, Boss Boy, Goldwood. Those are the three members of the D-Boys. King Kanye. That'll all be on that one song. I'll have a... Uh, I'm uh, just trying to go down the list right now. We'll have a uh, mannequin. We'll have mm-hmm. a guy named NTHN. It goes by it, it's it's spelled NTHN, but it's pronounced Nathan, and he mm-hmm. is a British artist, or I should say, an artist from the UK. I don't know exactly which part of the UK he's from. I always get it wrong, but it's, uh, an artist in the UK and slash producer he does a lot of stuff himself. Uh, he's featured. I've got Jay Tivion featured on the album, uh, the EP, whatever. Um, I've got a guy named Ethan Young is featured on there. He is a rapper that I went to school with in Utah. He's from Utah. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's like a clean conscious rapper, you know, like on like yeah. some NF type stuff, you know, um, but, but white, you know, and he's really good, man. He's like, he's, he's on some like long flow, like Eminem type flow, man. His, his speed is crazy. So he's featured on that. JCV on and Ethan are on the same song actually. Then I got this other song with this girl named Erica Cron, who I've worked with a couple times before. She lives out here. She's just a friend of mine, and uh, she just has a really beautiful voice, so it's always mm-hmm. great to get her on a song. So there's there's nine features on that project, and then uh, oh man, me and Ghost trying to get something together going soon, too. So that's, <laughs> so that's just a little on the low there, but Ghost and I got mm-hmm. something hopefully coming pretty soon. We'd be working. I, it's, man, I feel bad for him, but you can do man he's still going up 21 2021 is all our years bro i can already i already yeah. know i already know i already know for sure for sure and i'm gonna have am i have volume three come out much sooner than the gap between volume one and volume two i mean like half the gap probably at the very at the very least so mm-hmm. that'll come out and then we'll we'll have singles galore and we'll start with uh features galore too i have a lot of features coming on in the way here soon pretty as well uh, and then I'll start with uh, Galactic Galactic Warfare. Um, like one, just keep going, just keep going, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. And how's the uh, production looking on uh, Volume Two? Oh, bro, man, there's so much production. So, like, I, I mean, I'm gonna just go down the list. One Way Highway, the song that I just announced for January 22nd. We got Beat Nuts and Lennox, and uh, mm-hmm. that single with the D Boys and. and uh, Kanye will have uh, is produced by Discipline of Sounds, BMW, Easy. Um, we've got 
uh, the next song is produced. I'm not releasing the titles yet because I'm still getting that track list going together and everything. But the next song is produced. It's actually a remix song of mine. That's uh, one of my songs. And um, that one is uh, produced by uh, my, my guy Miles Above and uh, that Nathan guy, the NTH uh, Nathan guy. Mm-hmm. And then I've got um, this other song, Winter Wonder, which you've seen out already. Just by Easy Ice Cold is a guy I work with. He's from Toronto. Shout out Ice Cold. Uh, ba Musty and NTHN Nathan did the guitar on that. And then we got High Speeds produced by. Um, well, we just released the name of that, but High Speeds High Speeds produced by Easy is crazy <laughs> record, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy record. We've had that. Me and Easy have had that one since like the first week or two we met. So crazy, crazy record. So there's that one, and then we have the next one. We'll have um, uh, it's produced by Trevi and Harvey. So shout out Trevi and Harvey. That one is gonna have JTV on and Ethan Young on that as well. That song, and then we have um, next song is Trevi and uh, B BMW, and then the last song, the outro song, is fully fully produced by BMW. So he made that one originally. So it's. Nice. Lots of lots of production on this one, and looking for mm-hmm. more collaborative stuff uh, in, in the works now for for volume. Yeah, some videos coming too. I got a lot of videos too. I got a lot of animated videos coming, a lot of animated visuals in general coming. Mm-hmm. We're building a universe, man. I'm building this animated. Sir. I'm building this animated universe, and uh, you know, bring it to life for the debut album. When the debut album comes, we'll, we'll be on some Looney Tunes. Man, yeah. it, it's my idea. No, straight up, bro. I'm gonna be on some. I'm gonna bring my animated world into my real world for the debut. Mm-hmm. I got a crazy marketing idea. Just I gotta build this this up, man. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Shout out to yeah. all of them who are on the uh, the album. Yes, shout out to everybody on the album. Um, can't wait to get that out. I'm gonna have those master sets to y'all soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got a few things before we close it out. Um, how we end the episodes is we got three questions and then you get to ask a question for the next person. Oh, so, I like that. I like that. That's smart, man. I like that. First question. Beatnuts had a question. I forgot what it was and I feel so Nuts, bad. man. We're going to have to hit him up. I have to, like, I'll have I to have... extend my condolences. <laughs> so first one is, um... If any two artists could drop a collab tape right now, who would you want them to be? Dude, easily the Drake, Drake in the weekend. Easy. Me, for me, right. easy. Second is out of any songs ever made, which is one that you wish you would have made? I would have made. That's an interesting one. Wish I would have made. Uh, I would say. Honestly, bro, I don't know if I don't know if I want to make this song. All I ask is if I was even in the room for the making of sicko mode. That's it, man. I don't even need to touch any of the productional content. Mm-hmm. Just let me sit there and watch and 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 experience, man. Because that beat. That song is one of my favorite songs of all time, but not just because it's just a mainstream song, but just that 
bro, that beat is crazy. And if y'all look up who produced that beat, it's like every other legend that has ever existed, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. So I love that beat. And yeah, I mean, I don't really, I really wouldn't change. I don't know how I can make that better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't typically, I don't typically like to like, I never think of it that way because I'm like, if I, if I touched it, it wouldn't be the song it is that I like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting question. All right. And then third one is, what advice do you have for other artists? Advice? Bro, just be yourself. Just believe in yourself and be yourself and follow your own vision. Don't worry about what other mm-hmm. people say. Don't worry about, you know, what the outside noise is because you're going to get a thousand no's for every one yes you you obtain so just stick true to yourself and believe in yourself and manifest good energy and if you do that you're gonna positive things are gonna great things always come great things always come yes sir all right and your question for the next people which is i had i i literally was texting with them um 808 genesis oh, genesis genesis i can't talk today so this is going to be a question more so for like everyone to, to challenge your mind, but also I guess 808 this can also directly answer this question. But um, I think really something that, that I, I think is a good question to all ask ourselves is, are you doing what makes you happy? Genuinely what makes you happy, not what you think is going to be seen happy, not what you think is going to fit into the societal structure of America not what you think your parents are going to make, you know, make them happy. Are you doing what you want to do that makes you happy? Because music is not something that I can go to college and just in my, as an artist is just go to college, get a degree. And then now I apply for the job and I'm guaranteed weekly money. And, you know, I have to believe in myself and I'm way happier doing something and, and, and believing in myself, um, something I love and, even if I'm struggling uh, in the perspective of, of the patriarchy or whatever you want to call it, because happiness is not success is not in the clout you get, not in the attention you get, not where you live, mm-hmm. not the money. If you're doing what you love and doing what makes you happy. So question, are you, yeah, you're doing what makes you happy, you know, and 2021 is a good year to really make those changes. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun, man. Thank you for, uh, thank for being a part of this. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, all his links will be in the description. Anything you wanna, you wanna say? Not just a one-way highway drops January twenty-second. I'll have the pre-save link coming very, very, very shortly for you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, psychological warfare two is on the way. Perfect. And we will catch y'all today. Is what? Wait, when does this go up? It goes up the eleventh. No. Yes, sir. The eighth. No, today is the not the eleventh. Today, yes, drops the eighth. Yes. All right, and so we will see y'all. I want to say the fifteenth, so a week. Oh, I gotta figure out. My, figure yeah, out your next your Anyways. next week is the fifteenth. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So <laughs> we will catch y'all next episode. See ya.